Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of UC Berkeley, Our Story. Today, we have UC Berkeley College of Chemistry alumni, Leanne Chan, on the show. We are super excited to have Leanne as our guest speaker to learn about her experiences at UC Berkeley and in the biotechnology industry. So Leanne, I will pass it over to you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, of course. Hi, I'm Leanne. I was born in the Bay Area and I've been living here for my whole life. I graduated from UC Berkeley in 2013 with a degree in chemical biology. And I also minored in sustainable design from the College of Environmental Design. So in addition to all of my science course requirements. I also took a lot of landscape architecture classes at Berkeley. During undergrad, I was also part of several student organizations, including the Society of Women Engineers, the Engineering Student Council, and International Justice Mission. And then after graduating from Cal, I didn't go very far in terms of distance. I started working at the Joint Bioenergy Institute, which is in Emeryville, and I worked there for four years as a research associate. And now I'm at Calico Life Sciences in South San Francisco. And I've been here for just over five years now. And all of my professional work has been in the field of proteomics, which is basically the large scale study of proteins in an organism or a system using mass spectrometry. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to do this with the both of you. Thanks for coming on to the show. Yeah, really appreciate it. Sounds like you're still very involved at UC Berkeley. But if you were to choose one thing, what was your favorite experience at the school? It's really hard to pinpoint just one specific experience from my time at Berkeley. But I would have to say that my favorite thing was just all of the people that I met along the way. They're definitely the ones that got me through, you know, all the late night study sessions and the difficult problem sets. And I'm really grateful that I made so many lifelong friends while I was there. And now it's been almost a decade. And I'm really happy to say that, you know, I still talk to some of these people almost every day. Thank you very much for sharing your story, Leanne. So transitioning into your experiences in biotech, what motivated you to go into biotechnology so growing up, I actually had no idea what I wanted to do. When I was in high school, though, I took a biotechnology class my senior year. And so that was my first real exposure to the field. But what really solidified it for me is that I started doing undergraduate research at Berkeley my junior year. And I assisted a graduate student with her project and was able to learn a lot of different molecular biology techniques. And so through this experience, I learned that I really enjoyed being hands-on at the bench, doing experiments. And so ultimately, that's what kind of shaped my career choices and motivated me to apply for a bench job upon graduation. Thank you for sharing your passion about biotech. We also see that you're heavily involved in women in bio. Do you think you could provide us with some background information? And also, what does this organization mean to you? Yeah, so I love Women in Bio because it's an organization that empowers women in the life sciences. When I was working my first job at the Joint Bioenergy Institute, I was the only female in a team of male scientists. And so I felt it was really important to be able to network with other women in biotech and in STEM in general. 
And for Women in Bio, it's a national organization that actually spans across 14 states. And so here in the Bay Area, we're part of the San Francisco chapter. And within Women in Bio, there are a lot of different components. There's programming that puts on different events, such as career panels or inspirational talks. But the subset that I'm a part of is Young Women in Bio. And so this is a branch of Women in Bio that focuses on STEM outreach for girls in K through 12. And I'm actually the co-chair of our San Francisco chapter of Young Women in Bio. For me, STEM outreach is just so important, again, because I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was growing up. And I think for many young people, a lot of this information is still not accessible or they just don't know how to access it. So a really big passion of mine is just being able to give back to the community and maybe help one of these younger women discover their passion for STEM as well. I actually was not aware of Women in Bio, so thank you for sharing the information with us and the audience. Sounds like a very stimulating and empowering space to be in, so I'll definitely check it out. So extending on your passions, what excites you about proteomics and mass spectroscopy? Yeah, so when I first heard the word proteomics, it was during my first job interview and I had no idea what it meant. But the thing that got me really excited was working with the actual instrumentation, the mass spectrometers. I think these instruments are just so cool in general. And for people that aren't familiar, a mass spectrometer is basically an analytical tool that measures ions from a sample. And then those ions can be mapped back to a database. And that lets you know exactly what those molecules were that were in your sample. I've always loved puzzles, especially jigsaw puzzles. And so for me, running a sample on mass spec and being able to analyze the results is kind of like solving a puzzle. And this field of proteomics has just been growing a lot. It's been growing very rapidly in recent years, and the technology is just getting better and better. So that's been very exciting for me. Thank you for sharing your passion about proteomics. I'm definitely going to have to read more about it and dive deeper into that field. Kind of zooming out a little bit, what is your favorite part about working at Calico Life Sciences? My favorite part of working at Calico would have to be the teamwork and collaboration. So I get to work cross-functionally with a lot of different people from different backgrounds, including statisticians, computational biologists, automation experts, as well as scientists from all different sorts of biology backgrounds. And so it's been a really great opportunity to just get to work with so many different people, but also to be able to learn from them. Thank you for sharing your story, Leanne. So we always appreciate getting inputs and insight from people who are more established in their career field. So what kind of advice would you give to people who want to work in the biotech field? One piece of advice is that I would recommend asking for informational interviews with people that already work in the field. And of course, also trying to get like an internship or a volunteer position in a lab. I think it's so important to have that information or hands-on experience because what you think you might want to do could be really different, right, from the reality of it. And I also really encourage people to do this as well because there are so many ways in which you can actually be a part of the biotech field. So I think a lot of people hear the word biotech and immediately you imagine 
that you're going to be in the lab with test tubes and a pipette. And of course, that's a big part of it. That's what I do. But there are so many other job roles um, that exist within a biotech company as well. Like we have people in business development, computer scientists and statisticians, as I mentioned, but even like lawyers and project managers. So I think really just talking as much as possible to all of the different people that you might know in biotech and just trying to learn more about their jobs and seeing if that actually is a good fit for you. Thank you so much for your advice. I know our listeners and I really appreciate it. This question kind of relates to all the work that you've been doing here at Calico, Women in Bio, Proteomics and Mass Spectroscopy. How do you hope that your work will impact our community, whether that be local or national or global scale? I think professionally, you know, Calico's mission is to really studying aging and longevity. And so the dream is that one of the data sets, one of the samples I'm running on the mass spec is going to lead to biomarker discovery that is going to change how we live. And that's something that would have you know, really, really large impact, obviously, because we all age, we all get older. On the smaller scale, I just hope with the things that I'm doing every day, like mentorship and running STEM activities with young women in bio, that even if one girl is motivated to major in a STEM, in the STEM field, and kind of let me know that I was part of that decision. I think that would just mean so much to me. Thank you for sharing your story, Leanne. I definitely agree with the growing aging population as well as the baby boomers. I am confident that your research work will definitely touch the lives of not only the geriatrics population, but also our community as a whole. So transitioning into a different topic, we always like to acknowledge the impact that the COVID-19 pandemic has had in our lives. So how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected you both personally and professionally? Personally, I would have to say it was really hard, especially in the beginning. So I am an only child and both of my parents are over the age of 65. So I had a lot of anxiety in general regarding the virus and how it would affect me and my family. And I think a lot of us struggled with this, just not really knowing when you were going to be able to see your loved ones again, because there was so much risk and so much that was unknown, especially at the very beginning. So thankfully, that's gotten a bit better with vaccines and with us learning more about COVID every day. Professionally, It was very weird. The pandemic has definitely changed the way that I've worked over the last two and a half years. In the very early days of the pandemic, Calico did have a shelter in place. But then because there are experiments that still need to be running, lab-based individuals had to go back on site, I think in May 2020, in order to continue working on those experiments. But we had such strict rules because of covid So it was uncomfortable, but it was also scary. Back then, only one person from each lab was able to go into work at any given time. And I'm part of a team of approximately 10 people. So you could imagine 
how difficult it was to kind of schedule time in the lab when you also have to coordinate with nine or 10 other people. And because of this, I was going into work at really extreme hours. I would sometimes get in at 6 a.m. I would sometimes go in at 10 p.m. And I was often there on the weekends. And it was because you were really just trying to squeeze in wherever you could, but also for me, I knew that if I were to go at those really crazy hours that I wouldn't run into anyone else and that made me feel better. But I guess on the upside, the impact of that was that it really forced me to learn how to work more efficiently. And this also freed up time for me to volunteer more and actually spend more time working on women in violence and outreach in general. So I would say the pandemic you know, it was really hard, still hard, but there are some good things that came out of it as well. Thank you for sharing your insight and experiences on the pandemic. I can also personally relate having parents who are over 65 and just being concerned about them. And also the lab situation at UC San Diego is also similar, just having to schedule around people and make sure that everybody could conduct their lab work was really difficult. On a more lighthearted topic, do you have any hobbies or interests you would like to share? Yeah, so I got a dog in 2020, like everyone else, I guess. So a lot of my free time now goes to just doing dog mom things. But I also really enjoy cooking and baking. And all of my friends know, actually anyone that knows me knows that I'm addicted to boba. So I'm always looking for the newest spot. Thank you for sharing, Leanne. It's always really fun to hear unique hobbies and interests from the speakers to gain an insight into who they are, not just as a professional, but also as a person. My roommate and I actually was also fostering a dog for a bit, but because of both of our busy schedules, we had to return it and I already got very emotionally attached and it was very sad (laughs) to part. But yeah, another fun question we want to ask you is, do you have any food slash restaurant recommendations around the area that you would like to share with the listeners? Yeah, so one that I discovered pretty recently is called Sunday Bake Shop. It's in Oakland, I believe on College Avenue. It's a little bit past walking distance from campus, but I highly recommend it. They're a bakery that specializes in kind of Asian fusion desserts I guess so they have a matcha white rabbit cookie and a ube I think white rabbit cookie that I absolutely love and a lot of other unique desserts that um, incorporate Asian flavors as well and then closer to campus one spot that I really like is Berkeley Social Club so I actually just went there a couple weeks ago and I'm normally more of a savory breakfast brunch person But I went out on a limb a little bit and tried their blueberry mascarpone French toast the last time I was there. And it was amazing. I highly recommend it. I think it's the best French toast I've ever had. So Thank you for your food recommendations. They've always been living up to them expectations and looking forward to going back to those restaurants or trying them as well. And that wraps up this episode with Leanne. Leanne, do you have any last messages you'd like to share with our listeners? I think I just want to remind everyone to have fun, especially in undergrad. I know how busy everyone gets and how stressed out everyone gets. Classes are hard. But I think one thing that I didn't appreciate when I was in undergrad is that it was 
the one time in my life really where I was so close to so many of my friends and once you graduate you don't have that it becomes incredibly difficult to see people that you used to see almost every day so obviously everyone wants to do well in school but you know take some time to relax go to those bakeries or restaurants that I mentioned and just really kind of don't take the overall experience for granted to our listeners thank you for listening to UC Berkeley our story with your hosts Lindsay Park and John Ventura we hope you enjoyed listening to Leanne's experiences at UC Berkeley and in the biotech industry If you're interested in hearing more about the stories of the members of our UC Berkeley community, you can find our podcasts on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Please feel free to check out the links and resources for the show details, and see you all next time.